really happy to be here today with Dr. Heather Finley and share her story. So if you could recap some of your goals, Heather, starting with what you've accomplished and then some of your short, medium, and long-term goals to inspire the listeners. Okay. Well, thanks for having me. I'm excited to be here. I think the last time I was on air, we talked about growing my business to eventually do groups and I've started doing that and also talked about hiring an associate and had current contractors working for me at that time. And that's kind of what I'm working on now. So those are the two main updates from, from last time that we spoke. Fantastic. And you've made a really inspiring progress. So I was wondering if you could talk a little bit about why this is important to you and what some of the future goals are in terms of what do you want the business to look like? Why do groups matter? What does scaling mean to you? Can you quantify that in any terms for the future? Yeah. So this is important to me for a couple of reasons. One, because I want to have a good work-life balance and it's important to me to feel balanced and not only fulfilled in my work, but also fulfilled in family life and being able to get some time back. And scaling and doing groups helps me do that because I am not just charging hour by hour to see clients and I've seen the value in being able to have groups. And then it's also important to me on a bigger level just to be able to make a difference in more people's lives and change more people's gut symptoms specifically um, and being able to help them find relief in a broader sense. And so with that, uh, I just want to remind the audience that you have doubled the size, uh, the revenue of your business in the last year. Is that true? Yes. And so what is the future goal to triple that? Where, like, what, I know you want to help people with gut symptoms. Can you talk a little bit about your relationship with money and revenue and what that means to you and the company? This is a hard one because I think I have a, an interesting relationship with money, probably just as a female, I think, you know, a lot of women don't talk about money and it's something that I'm grateful that we've talked about together because it's helped me change my mindset and open up my mindset about it. So I never thought that I could scale a business like this. I never thought that I could make as much as I'm making and I, as future goals would be to continue to scale, continue to hire associates. And I mean, the sky's the limit. I don't know. Incredible. Absolutely incredible. And you're really doing inspiring work. So would you say based on this conversation that the need for your associate, and I know we talked about your associate last podcast episode is to help you meet your bottom line, which is twofold to increase more impact and help more women manage gut symptoms and to make more money so that you can grow the business and revenue and meet your bottom line. Is that the purpose of the associate? Yeah, absolutely. So having an associate means we can get more people in the door, more people can improve their gut symptoms, and the company can make more money and continue to grow and scale. So then we can continue to help more people. So it's a huge snowball effect. Super clear. And, and I appreciate that. And I want the listeners to know that uh, Heather, uh, just for some context here, for those of you who don't know Heather, although I want you to follow her and support her on social, she you have worked really hard to create and adjust your offer to pull yourself out of it a little bit. 
Can you talk about what the associate role does and why or how you decided to bring that to a employee position and how, again, that supports the bottom line, which is twofold, helping more people and making more money. Can you talk about that kind of transition? Last time we talked about the associate. Now I want to talk about how the associate's role has helped you meet your future goals. It's definitely a process and something that I'm continuing to develop, but The associate has been extremely helpful in not only being able to take one-on-one clients and free up some of my capacity on the one-to-one level to continue to be able to market and grow the business. I have more time for content development, more time to continue to write procedures and policies and all the things that I never thought I would be doing, and also more time for sales calls. And she also is helping me now in the groups. So helping me with some of the calls, helping with some of the posting in the groups and a lot of just some of the day-to-day tasks that help keep the group flowing and moving and keep the client successful. How did you decide to frame out her role and how did you decide to progress from contractor to employee? Like what were the signs that that was a much needed switch to help you support your, your future goals? Well, when you find a good person, you want to make it work. So I have an amazing employee, now employee, and she is an amazing dietitian and I didn't want to lose her. So I found a way to make it work. But also just over time, continuing to grow the business had the capability to be able to hire her on so that she could see more clients. So as a recap, having you found a good person. And again, for the listeners, finding good help is really important to pay attention to because when you find somebody good, you want to see how you can use them and and make everybody happy and fulfilled. And again, a good clinician having her do the appropriate tasks to help drive uh, the goals and bottom line of the business, as well as have her feel satisfied, which takes a lot of leadership skills as well as business acumen. So with that being in mind, would you say that hiring this associate to have her be an employee is a decision, a strategic decision that supports your bottom line for revenue as much as for helping you help more people with gut symptoms. I guess what I want to know is, in addition to finding good help, if she's helping you support your future goal, can you tell a story about at what point did you decide or know that you needed her? Outside of her being good, at what point in the business was Mm -hmm. it clear that you needed to have her shift from contractor to employee? Was it something with revenue? Was it something with a task? Um, I think that'd be really helpful for the audience. Yeah, I think it was a combination of several things. But I think honestly, one of the main ones for me, at least was looking at my schedule and realizing how time poor I was. I looked at my schedule, I was booked every minute of every day with one to one clients, group calls, all these things that I was doing and I seriously had no more time left in my day to spend more time marketing, spend more time on sales calls, unless I wanted to be working seven days a week, 24 hours a day, there was no way I could continue to grow and scale without help. So it was a combination of me needing more time as well as revenue and having the capability to be able to hire someone and pay them to not only see clients, but do some of the other tasks that were necessary. And can you talk about just to step back a little bit? um, Thank you for sharing that. How did you know when you say you were looking at tasks, what regular patterns and behaviors do you adopt as a clinician and business owner 
to be aware of that. Because I think so many dietitians at your stage of success are not aware of what they're doing and how they're not prioritizing. Um, so it sounds like you had the ability to, to see that and get help before you became burnt out. What would you suggest for a listener who wants to prevent that or maybe she's already burnt out? <laughs> well, I was definitely on the path to burnout. So if you're burnout, I feel you and I see you and it is possible to not feel that way if you can get some help. But it was looking at the value of my time. And so I remember us actually making a chart of kind of what my time was worth and like what tasks were actually almost costing me money and what things I needed to outsource. And so having that in front of me was really eye-opening to realize, okay, when I spend my time seeing a one-to-one client, this is what my time is worth. When I see it, when I spend my time seeing a group, this is what my time is worth. When I spend my time responding to emails or responding to Instagram DMs or that, like this is, so it was really helpful to see on paper how much time I was spending seeing clients, how much time I was spending doing groups, how much time I was spending marketing and really like what the value of each of those were and then how I could shift that to be, to take off some of the less valuable things and have someone else take over really helpful. And just to break that down even further for the listeners, because it's really inspiring, you adopt a regular practice of reflection and looking at your stats and numbers. And of course, us reviewing them and looking at things that you can prioritize or deprioritize. What tips do you have for the listeners as far as how to optimize business development time? Meaning when you're looking at your schedule and you're working on the future vision time, what would you suggest somebody does that they might not be doing? Would it be policies, procedures, like you said, um, time audit? What would you say has been really helpful to get you to where you are now? Policies and procedures for sure, which is something I honestly, I mean, as dietitians, we never take business classes. I mean, I remember the first time you asked me, like, do you have a policy for that? Do you have a procedure for that? I was looking at you like a deer in the headlights. Like, I don't know. I don't know how to do that. So just learning to develop policies and procedures to be more efficient and also so that when I'm ready to pass off that task to someone, it's very clear on exactly how they do it because it's already written down step by step how they do something or recorded on exactly how they do it as well. So that's really helpful. And then also just being really strict with your time. I don't like being rigid, but I feel like with time you have to be, especially if you're trying to grow a business. So tracking time and just being honest with yourself about where you're spending time. I actually had this conversation with my associate earlier this week. She was like, Heather, how do you like see clients and do this and do this? Like, I don't understand how you're still alive. And I'm like, I set timers. Like if I'm going to review a food log, for my clients and my group, I literally set a timer. And when the timer is up, like I need to be done with that task. And so I just keep myself accountable to following the timers. Amazing. Thank you for giving that specific example. I think that's really helpful. And I'm obviously a huge fan of that. I color code my calendar. And when we review together, I think if you zoom out for a minute, what's important about this conversation is clarity in what's urgent and a priority in the company. And then repeated tasks need to have a procedure. And I believe that your ability to do that and hone in on that has helped you scale faster 
for two reasons. So you can make more money and then also help more people manage their gut symptoms and then really be open to having somebody help assist with that. So you don't have to do those lower level tasks that aren't going to help you drive the business forward. Yeah, absolutely. And I think I was someone who wanted to feel like they could do it all and then realize that's not helpful (laughs) to think like that. And so asking for help has been the best thing that I could possibly do because it's given me more time. It's helped me grow my business and I've been able to help more people. And so not being a snob about being able to do everything and not ask for help. Yeah. So I just want to ask a few more questions about that before we wrap up. A lot of dietitians that I work with and I see really struggle with control and delegation. And I believe it's the biggest reason that holds us back from being able to reach our bottom line. Again, profit and impact. So what helped you get to the point where you were first able to have an associate and then bring her to an employee status, which is a huge accomplishment, Heather? What helped you let go of that control, knowing that you can't do everything in the business if you want to reach your goals? It was a couple things. One was that chart, like seeing the value of my time doing specific things and realizing that my own mindset was holding me back from helping more people and making more money. And then also conversations with both you and my CPA. I sat down with you and then also with my CPA and he looked at my financials and was like, you should have hired someone yesterday. I don't know why you haven't offered her the job yet. And so just, I think, encouragement from other people that have been there and done this before, giving me that extra nudge, like this needs to happen and we're going to hold you accountable to doing it. Fantastic. Uh, Really helpful. And I love that you have experts, you know, a financial expert, business coach. I know you've got your husband who's supportive as well. Um, So I like that you're sharing that because I think the dietitians listening know that it takes a team, right? It's going to take multiple people uh, to really help support the the decision process in in the future. So as we wrap up here, Heather, this has been so fantastic to have you share your amazing journey with the listeners. I appreciate that. Can you talk a little bit more about the future vision? Like where do you want the company to be in one year, three years, five years? And just as a reflection, one of your first goals was to go 100% virtual. And of course, COVID helped, but you were on your way anyway. So can you paint a picture? Because you achieved that. You've done amazing work. What would you, if you were to describe it, like what would it look like if we were to zoom out or look in five years from now? Like where do you want the business to be? More descriptive. Yeah. So I achieved the 100% virtual. That's been awesome. I canceled my office lease last month. So that's amazing. Super excited about that. And as far as long-term goals, I'd love to continue doing more group programs, but also hiring more dietitians to serve more people and have a larger group practice. I also have visions of doing trainings for dietitians, like in the gut health space at some point, doing more larger level speaking, maybe a book or something like that, but just continuing to scale and grow on a larger level, serving more people, potentially like getting into more like companies and doing like bigger type programs. So amazing. And would you say that writing down your short, medium and long-term goals helps you get there and take the action steps you need now? Yes, absolutely. And it's been cool to see that sometimes I don't even believe in myself as much as maybe other people do. I write down goals and you know, my husband will laugh at me or you will like, you're going to, you're going to achieve that. And I put it down as like a six month goal. And two months later, it's like knocked off the list. So it's really nice to be able to see 
like crossing things off that you've achieved and it's good reinforcement. Incredible. Thank you so much, Heather, for joining today. If you just remind everybody where to find you on social so they can give you a follow and support you and let you know how much this episode impacted them. Yeah, you can find me at gutbrain.nutrition and then my website is nourishfunctionalhealth.com. Amazing. Thanks, Heather. If you identify as a female dietitian or student, apply to my coaching program. I'm accepting applications now. My clients go from zero to exceeding their sales goals. I save you time, energy, and I show you how to confidently become a dietitian boss. Thousands of your colleagues from around the world are doing it, and so can you. Apply on my website at libbyrothschild.com and check the show notes if you want that link right away.